Hello, everyone. This is E.J. Shodzinski, live from Evansville, sponsored by Belmont Savings Bank. I'm honored to be sitting here with West Liberty coach Mike Lamberti. And uh, Mike, congratulations, first of all, on a great run. You guys have won 18 straight, and you're in the national title game tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon. So once again, congratulations from not only myself, from everyone back home, you know, we uh, this is a very serious time of the year, a lot of stakes on the line, so I want to start you off with a really serious question. I noticed that you were on the 2012 Atlantic Region Championship team with Nova assistant Jordan Fee. And so my first question for you is, you know, who was the better player, you or Jordan? Oh, that's me all day long. Uh... Jordan was had the age and experience on me when I first got to West Liberty, but I think my length really caused him some issues in practice and all that's my athleticism really getting to the rim. But we had some good battles back in those days, and I'm just completely joking when I talk like that. But Jordan's been a good mentor of mine. Uh, when I was still playing, he was getting into the coaching ranks, and I picked his brain a lot, and he's a big reason why I decided to get into coaching myself. So pretty, pretty cool situation. With him being on the Nova Southeastern staff and myself being the assistant here at West Liberty as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of relationships like that, folks, between uh, West Liberty and Nova. Uh, you know, you, we talk about the assistant coaches, the head coaches also know one another very well. Uh, you know, also Coach Crutchfield recruited Ben Hallett to play on the team, and Ben was a great player for Coach Crutchfield and then was his assistant for a number of years. Now they're both doing great. They're in the national title game, uh, but let me give you another. Let me give you another one here. So, one of our sponsors for this event is Pre Insurance, and Chris Bucon is, of course, your brother-in-law, and uh, and and your wife Emily was a great player for the uh, for the Hilltoppers. And so, hey, if you could say one thing right now to Chris, what would you say? Uh, well, right now, it's happy birthday today. I guess this is going to be on. You know, the day after his birthday, but Chris is another year older, another year wiser. But uh, I've always appreciated him being a brother I never had growing up. So we have a really good relationship. His, I, I like him a little bit more than his sister, even. So he, he gets a lot of rap of being Emily Bucon's brother. But I think Chris is uh, Chris is a great dude who's helped me out with a lot of stuff as well. So happy birthday, even though it's going to be a day later here when we're talking about this on the national championship day. Yeah, well, happy birthday, Chris. And I uh, I agree. Uh, Chris is a great guy. I've enjoyed getting to know him recently as well. But let's get serious. Yep, yep. So tomorrow's the title game. West Liberty winners of 18 in a row facing an undefeated Nova Southeastern team that has only lost one time in the last 66 games. That's crazy. So, uh, so how are the Hilltoppers going to get this done tomorrow? Uh, the basic answer, you score more points than the other team. No, um, you know, it's two similar styles going at it. Uh, Coach Crutchfield obviously has his history at West Liberty, and our staff learned a lot from him and what he does. But the, I think the most important stuff is our depth has to help us, and we have to limit Nova Southeastern getting second-chance opportunities in terms of turning us over and getting second-chance opportunities on the offensive board. So we're going to have to box them off. We're going to have to take care of the basketball. And our depth, we like to go 10, 11 deep. They're usually playing about seven or eight, it looks like, here in the Elite Eight. So hopefully we can wear on them. It seems like it's going to be an up-and-down game where two teams want to score a lot of points, both of us averaging 100. So we're going to go 10, 11. We're hoping they go seven or eight, and our depth can wear on a little bit. We're going to try and keep them off the boards, and hopefully we score more points to their team, and we're holding the trophy at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's a good strategy. From watching the first couple of games, 
you know, West Liberty did substitute five at a time. And, you know, you got a little bit of a break the first round because the game wasn't that close. And so it was not a wear and tear kind of game. Now, your game yesterday with Black Hill State, that was a grinder. You know, it was it was one of those where you where you led start to finish. However, they never gave up and actually closed it to three points at the end of the game. Hilltoppers eventually won 87-82. On the other hand, like you mentioned, Nova uh, has only played seven or eight kids each game. The starters play the majority of the minutes, and they've been in two really tough battles. I mean, those were as physical and as fast-paced uh, of games that I've seen in recent years. And and really, they were fortunate to win the first night. I mean, I thought that was a 50-50 game with two minutes left. Nova pulls it out. And then again yesterday against the tough California State San Bernardino team, it went right down to the last minute as well. And so I think you're right. I think West Liberty's got to be feeling, you know, Liking their chances, although I'll tell you what, talk, talk about your confidence of the team because when I picked up watching the first two games, the guys coming off the bench, they're just as confident as the guys that are starting. Yeah, definitely. I think over this 18-game winning streak since the Wheeling uh, game we lost down there in January, our second group has just lifted us up a ton. And the confidence that those five guys have when they check in the game, they kind of know what their script is. They're going to play for two or two and a half minutes. They're going to play as hard as they possibly can. I think Coach Hallett and the rest of our staff has given them confidence each and every day in practice. And they're just growing as the as the season goes along. If you look at that roster, you've got Alec West, Dante Spadafora, Chaz Hines, and Finn Woodward, who are all in their first season here at West Liberty. Dante being the fifth guy. He redshirted for us last year. But So that's five guys that are putting the jersey on for the first time. And when you get into games, you know, November, December, January – they're going to have some growing pains a little bit. And it seems like they've really picked it up in the middle of January and February and March. And because of their success and because they're getting more minutes and they're having a lot of confidence, it allows us to not have to play the Bryce Butlers and the Malika Kennys and Montagues and Sarsons and Kennedy's 35 minutes. And instead they're playing 25, 26 minutes. And they're a little bit more productive and they're able to play at a higher, you know, higher intensity when they're only playing those minutes. So I think the second platoon, as we call it, has given us a big lift. And sometimes, you know, we're losing in the first three minutes of the game. And boom, those five check in and they bring us a spark. The starters on the other team are a little bit worn down and tired. And we're bringing in a fresh five bodies, which allows them to have a little bit of success. And the, the beauty of this team is nobody cares who's scoring or who's getting the rebounds or anything. They're all working together as a unit uh, together to try and do the common goal of winning. And when you have 10 guys doing that, it's, it's pretty nice. And it makes you a little more comfortable as a coaching staff. So we've, we've been rolling. I guess we do have a lot of confidence going into this game. We know we're playing the number one team in the country that hasn't lost yet. But we're on a roll right now, too. We haven't lost in 18 games. And we got 10 guys who I, I, I wouldn't trade for the world. And I know our coaching, the rest of our coaching staff wouldn't trade either. So they have to do it for one more game for 40 minutes to give it everything they possibly can. can. And if they do that, they're going to have a little bit of rest after that. So go as hard as you possibly can. Get rid of everything you got whether it be 40 seconds or 40 minutes, as we said. And I like our chances. Yeah, I do too. I uh, <clears throat> I really look back on, like, say, your last four games. Mm-hmm. Going back to the MEC finals, you guys really put it to Fairmont State yes. uh, like I have never seen a team beat up the Falcons before. I mean, it was a, it was a, a beat down from start to finish. Then you go up to IUP and, and defeat – you know, a, a team that had won 32 straight at home, 
and you beat them pretty handily, 70 to 53. And you really carry that over to this week. So you you got to feel good about your chances. Uh, guys are playing with lots of confidence. Uh, you're playing together as a unit. And uh, the character of the kids really shines through to me, not only on the court, but at, when I see them after the games, in the hotel lobby and so forth. How important is that to you and your staff that you brought in good quality kids as well as really good basketball players? I think it's the most important part of the job. We can claim that we know the best X's and O's in the history of coaching basketball, but if you got the wrong Jimmys and Joes playing it, then it's not going to be successful. Um, you know, it's a big part of the recruiting process is getting relationships, seeing who that, what kind of family homes they come from and backgrounds in their high schools or junior colleges or other universities that they played at. We don't just watch them play basketball for 20 minutes and be like, all right, you look pretty good to me. Let's uh, let's get an offer here and come play, come play at West Liberty. And no, we do our homework. And we see how these conversations are going for weeks almost before we decide to let them know. And so uh, I think we've done a good job of getting good people in here that you want to go to war with every single day. And our leadership is just really, really good right now with the Bryce Butlers and the Ben Sarsons, Malik McKinney's, Montague's, Rasills, who have been here for two, three, four years. Uh, they were here two years ago in Evansville, and we got our butts whooped when we came here and played in the Elite Eight. And I think those guys going through the experiences and not wanting to do that again allows them to focus each and every day when we go to practice and focus each and every day when we have matchups versus teams that are getting a lot of publicity like the IUPs and the Nova Southeasterns and Mercyhurst that have a lot of respect. So they're just when our leaders are zoned in, the, the guys who have only been here for one or two usually follow footsteps, and that's a pretty good uh, recipe for success. So uh, uh, kudos to our guys, you know, being ex- extremely focused and locked in. I thought someone was really cool. And, you know, we're beating Black Hills State. You're going to the national championship game for the second time in school history. First time any of these guys are going to be playing a game like that. They just went through the handshake line like we got one more. Uh, I remember when we were in 2014 when I was in their shoes, like myself, CJ Hester, Cedric Harris, we're running out on the court hugging each other. Like we're going to the national championship game. This is crazy. Which is not wrong with like that. We were excited. It was, uh, it was a big time in our lives, and we were excited about the win, but. These guys were extremely focused, went through the line and said, we still got one more on Saturday, Coach. And that was pretty cool to see their confidence in being zoned in for the next one. Yeah, yeah, and you do have one more, and it's an important one. West Liberty seeking their first national title in school history. And and, and West Liberty's been playing basketball for a long time, yeah. about 100 years. Yeah. And so seeking the first title would be really special, not only for the – uh, the university community, but for the entire Ohio Valley. And yeah. what I've noticed is they've all rallied around your team and the program, not only in this run, but really throughout the last uh, handful of years. The games are filled, the, the fans are passionate, and I expect uh, a large contingent of Hilltopper fans coming down here tomorrow. What do you think? Our fans are as loyal as it gets. It's kind of what makes the West Liberty thing special. At the ASRC, if we have a big game, or even if it's not a big game, any game on our schedule, we, we usually have a 1,000 people in there. They're loud. They're passionate. They're always asking questions, and it, it's what makes it more fun. When you put this type of work in, it's almost like a full-time job playing college athletics or working in college athletics. To have the support from the community uh, kind of shows, like, all right, what we're doing matters. So to have the pride that we do at West Liberty and in the Valley – it's great. Uh, my phone's been ringing off the hook. I've seen pictures of the West Sports Bars and the Generations and the Alpha Taverns. It's, the watch parties are incredible, and when our guys see that, they, they, they love it. So in 2014, I remember the black and gold showing up behind our bench, and the uh, Ford Center was rocking. I expect it to be the same thing. It's going to feel like a home game. It's, it's probably going to feel like we're in the ASRC. 
Saturday afternoon when we're, we're tipping it off. So it's definitely an advantage having those fans, uh, especially when we went to IUP for the regional championship, 3,500 people in there. And I know IUP had a good percentage of that. It felt like a home game and it helped our guys and gave them a lot of confidence. And we had that place rocking towards the end of the game. And I hope the same thing happens tomorrow in the national championship game. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, <clears throat> if you're just tuning in, I'm EJ Shodzinski, live from Evansville, sponsored by Belmont Savings Bank with West Liberty assistant coach Mike Lamberti. So, Mike, tell us tell us a little bit about we, what we can expect tomorrow. Are we going to see, like, a street ball game with uh, just end-to-end action, fast court tempo, uh, pressing 94 feet? What do you think we're going to see? I can't make any promises of what the other team is going to be doing, but I know we're not going to change our stripes just because of a different type of matchup with a different style of play that we're not used to playing all the time. Uh, we're, we're going to do what we do, and that's picking up full court. We're going to pressure them. We might throw some different stuff at them here and there, but there, at times in the games you might see a full court pass uh, over, over the top when the team's getting pressed and some breakaway layups. You might see teams shooting faster. Uh, than you see it at normal times. So I expect it to be high scoring. I expect you to see you know, 10 guys going full throttle, uh, five, five on five, playing as absolute hard as you can because I know that's what both co- head coaches instill and coaches, staffs instill in their teams. So you're going to see some ball pressure. You're going to see teams running full speed as, po- as fast as possible. They're not going to wait for the shot clock to go down very much. If they get a good shot, they're going to let it fly, whether it be you know in transition or a layup or if they have to run some half-court offense. So... I expect it to be fast. I expect sometimes to get to, to get a, to, to get a little helter skelter, but I think that's a good thing. I think it's going to be a fun brand of basketball to watch. So it'll be exciting to see which uh, which side comes on top when when both teams are playing that way. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. You know, both teams come in averaging a hundred points or more. Yeah. They lead the nation in scoring. It's the first time in NCAA Division II history that the top two scoring teams are in the final, and so. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of enjoy <clears throat> I enjoy that kind of basketball. I like fast paced, lots of points, and uh, you know, and for me, I guess uh, I guess a perfect a perfect storm tomorrow would be like triple overtime, and <laughs> and the game just keeps going, and, and it's exciting forever. Wouldn't be as wouldn't be as great for the coaches no, as it, no. you know your blood pressure would go up. But uh, looking forward to a great game tomorrow, Mike. Thanks for stopping by. Before I let you go, I want to congratulate you on being a, a new father. And you mentioned experience and how that uh, how that's important in, in, uh, in the basketball court. But it's also important in being a father and, and a family guy. And uh, I loved watching you and your baby, Vincenzo. Uh, you had him with you as you cut down the net. Uh, and, and he's been part of that now a couple times. And, and it wouldn't it be special if it would be a, a third time tomorrow. Definitely. It's been a special run here in March, and obviously new changes in my own personal life. Um, myself being a West Liberty alum, my wife being a West Liberty basketball alum, uh, we're bringing our child along now, and I'm very grateful that the university allowed uh, my wife and uh, baby Enzo to join the ride. So our guys have been like big brothers or uncles, I guess you could say, with him. They've been playing with him and clapping with him, and the kids just had a smile on his face the entire month of March. So if we get a chance to get up on the ladder again together, it'll be special. Uh, it's always, it's always you know, being a dad is a new experience in my own life. So it's been special to have these memories that we're going to be looking back on with videos and pictures of this run, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the line. So hopefully he loves basketball the same way I do here when he gets older and we're going to look back on this and think how special it is one day. But 
just very grateful. You know, every moment you get with your family in person, you know, this, this job takes a lot of hours away, but uh, bringing your family along for the ride with it and combining both forces, it's been special and a lot of fun and something I'll cherish for the rest of my life. So I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys having me on and all the support and publicity we've, got, we've gotten through this run. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, thank you once again, Mike, for stopping by. We wish uh, you and the Hilltoppers all the best tomorrow as you seek your first national title in the school's history. Should be a great game. I'm live from Evansville. This is EJ Shodzinski, sponsored by Belmont Savings Bank. Now back to you guys in the studio.